good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, hitting cut again. Because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions, you're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. We discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Zeka. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Here it's a sad day here in Native Roots Radio. A good friend of mine and a friend of the show and a friend of the store, uh, Henry Boucher, has passed on, and we're really sad about that. Uh, Haley, uh, we just saw him at Shakopee Powwow, and the interesting thing is that he's come down to the Native Roots Trading Post and did a, did a signing, and we still had like a twenty books at uh, the state fair that we sold to his that were autographed and everybody that bought one had a story, a really positive story. And, uh, I'm going to really, uh, miss Henry. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a sad day here on native roots radio. Right. Yes, it is really. And just all around in the native communities and hockey communities all across turtle Island. Um, Yes. So Minnesota hockey legend, Ojibwe native and friend uh, Henry Boucher began his spirit journey home to the creator yesterday at the age of 72. Our deepest sympathy and condolences from our family to the the Boucher family, uh, Tara, Bridget, Henry, uh, Henry Jr. and JP. Uh, There's a quote I'd like to share here from Olympic gold medal coach. Herb Brooks. Mm -hmm. Henry Boucher uh, was an extremely talented player who possessed a flair seldom seen in hockey. Henry brought a dynamic approach and a charisma to the game that only a top few select players have been able to attain. Henry's hockey career began in 1969 when he was the star player for War Road High School, leading them to the state tournament. Just And then just a few short years following, uh, Boucher played in the 1972 Winter Olympics, where he earned a silver medal with the USA team. Yeah, that's right. And then he went uh, from high school, and then the next year he played one year WCHL uh, hockey, which is kind of uh, in between the professional hockey uh, team and a minor league team. And then at uh, he played with the Detroit Red Wings. And so he was like one year out of high school and he was playing professional hockey and uh, played with the Red Wings, uh, the Minnesota North Stars, uh, and was uh, with the Minnesota Fighting Saints and and then ended his career with the Colorado Rockies and he played from 1965 to 1977. And uh, he was only 72 years old. And one of the things that I want to bring up and remind people too that uh, Henry was uh, attacked in, in during a hockey game and uh, his by Dave Forbes, and I remember this, it was in 1975 when he was a North Star. And um, he, uh, you know, uh, sued the NHL. Uh, abrogated result in his uh, trial was uh, resulted in a hung jury and uh, he saw double vision for a lot of times uh, in towards the end of his life and during and a reason to retire. So he was really fairly young when he retired. Uh, he was roughly 27 years old and when he retired from professional hockey. He also um, uh, was really big, and I got to meet him really big in the naming, the change naming of the mascots with the Washington team and uh, – he was one of the galvanized uh, people that really pushed that the last 20 years. And thank goodness in his lifetime, he was able to see uh, the name of the Washington team at that very least and the Cleveland baseball team, their name change. So I, I know Haley, he was really big into that. Uh, we saw him 
at the Shakopee powwow and it was good to see him uh he'd come down again like i said at native roots training post he's been on the show many times over the years and it's just a, a really big loss to our community to have this uh beacon um you know kind of uh uh, you know, groundbreaker uh, in professional sports for uh, Indian country here pass on at such a young age. Right. And I believe I believe his last time um, on Native Roots Radio was March 18th back in last year of 2022. So if mm-hmm. anyone would like to hear that interview, uh, you can check that out at our Facebook page, YouTube or am950.com. Right. And then just to give everyone a shout out, we're on all the formats to <laughs> SoundCloud, iTunes, um, uh, iHeartRadio um, and Spotify, all those groovy stations. So you can look us up and give us five stars. Just wanted to throw that out there, too. But yeah, Henry, uh, it was fun because you see that picture. And of course, we're on the radio. He wore that sweatband and mm-hmm. um you know, all us kids back in the day uh, you know, wore that sweatband when we played hockey and uh, we had long hair and uh, we were all trying to be like Henry. And uh, it's it's a sad day here. He was a really good man and a good heart. And uh, I can't say enough. You got to meet him uh, at Shakopee Haley. He was very, very nice yeah. about the pictures that we wanted to take and the selfies and we sold all his books and, you know, we have stickers that he autographed. Um, um, yeah. Very humble guy. Very friendly, very approachable, uh, just like one of us. And mm-hmm. it's, it's an extreme, extremely, extremely heavy loss today. Yeah. And surprising these, these things crop up again at 72, a uh, very pretty young age. Um, but also went through a lot of life, you know. The, our native brothers and sisters, at uh, my age and older, um, don't live that long, you know. And so it's a, it's a, it's a real thing, you know. We talk about that here. It's a real thing with uh, um, a native uh, people not living as long, uh, average age. And uh, right. Henry. Um, was a great athlete uh, from Ro- War Road, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, he put War Road on the map. I know, uh, was it last year or the year before, his grandson played in the hockey tournament and, and wore a headband uh, to uh, pay tribute to his grandfather, Henry Boucher. And uh, it's, it's just a hard, uh, hard thing to see our heroes go so young. Exactly. Yes. And and I believe uh, Henry's nephew, T.J. Oshie, uh, who plays for the Washington Capitals as well, uh, their cousins are his nephew. Right. And, and, you know, here's another trivia, too. Uh, Danny Grant, who played for the North Stars many times in that era, was a Native American in Ojibwe, too. And he's a distant cousin of uh, Henry Boucher. And uh, Danny Grant is uh, also... Uh, Native American Ojibwe that played uh, professional hockey and he played for the North Stars for many years. But again, I'm uh, one of those old people that remember this stuff because <laughs> they were all they were all my idols back then. And uh, yeah, it's it's hard to see. So I, I'm very sad. Uh, I was uh, we had a moment of silence at the Ho Chunk Nation uh, legislative meeting today, and uh, it was heartfelt and people know who Henry is and was, and um, there's a book out there, go to YouTube, there's great uh, documentary on his life, and so uh, farewell, our friend uh, Henry Boucher, we'll see you again, we know that, so we'll see you. Absolutely, safe travels. Absolutely. Hey, you're listening to Native Brits Radio Presents, I'm Awake, and we have a young warrior coming up here, Brooke LaFleau, we're going to be talking a lot of things with Brooke, and uh, she even has a guest, so she's kind of taken over the show here. She has a, a special guest that she'll be interviewing. No, just kidding. Hey, this is Native Roots Radio, and we'll be right back after this short break. Stay with us. Ah. Be my week. 
I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Be a vaccinative. It's time to come together and talk about the urgent need to stay up to date on COVID-19 vaccinations to protect our heritage, our loved ones, and our future. Throughout history, we have always faced challenges, and today we must protect our culture and loved ones. This is our opportunity to ensure that our tribal gatherings once again resound with joy and celebration, where the echoes of our ancestors guide our steps. It's a chance to care for our elders, cherishing their wisdom and stories for generations to come. COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Let us unite resilient as ever and show the world the strength of the Native American community. Together, we shape a future where our traditions thrive, our children learn from our ancestors, and our people flourish once more. So be a vaccinative and learn more about staying up to date with your COVID vaccinations at health.state.mn. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. When it comes to houses, disassembly is our game. Deconstruction is our fame. There are some bucks for your project. Better Futures Minnesota is your contact. Instead of demolishing your home, let us take it apart by hand and we can find the building materials a new home. Limited funds are allotted in 2023 for Hennepin County residents and public entities to make deconstruction even more affordable. Check out BetterFuturesMinnesota.com. That's BetterFuturesMinnesota.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1, U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots. Radio. And we're back to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by J.S. Bean Factory off Randolph Avenue in St. Paul, native-owned, bringing us the best coffee that keeps us awake. <laughs> yeah, I am awake. Hey, good one, Haley. Nice read. Hey, we're here with uh, CEO Brooke LaFlo. Really good to see you, Brooke. Uh, I'd love, we're going to have, we're having a whole show with you. And we really want to know what you're doing and how we can help and support you. It's always great to see you, a young warrior doing her thing out in the community. I always see you all around. Great to see you. Welcome. Bonjour, Mr. Pilot. Um, it's so great to see you, too, and see you around. Um, thank you for making um, this platform for us today. Um, you know, I do all kinds of things, but today we're here to talk about basketball and Native basketball and Indigenous Peoples Weekend Basketball Expo is coming up here in the Twin Cities. Uh, my friend Adriel here um, is joining us today to talk about um, himself a little bit, too. Um, but uh, side note, he was in um episode two episode season two episode what of res dogs um so i'll let him talk about that too um but he's going to be covering um covering indigenous people's weekend basketball expo so excited to be here today right on hey why don't you introduce yourself there young young warrior oh <laughs> yeah uh, my name is uh, adriel clements uh, i have my own media business here in oklahoma i'm from oklahoma um, yeah, I was in Red Dog season two, episode eight, I think it was the one with the group home, but it was, it was just a little role, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, I've been doing my media stuff for about four years now over here in, uh, Carnegie, Oklahoma, which is, uh, KCA reservation, Kiowa, Comanche, and Apache. Um, yeah, uh, Brooke had invited me to do, uh, the expo. That's uh, happening in October, and I couldn't say no because uh, you know what I do best is help give exposure to our indigenous uh, youth, you know, any tribe all over the states. Because for me, you know, um, a lot of you know athletes get um, seen and get exposure 
you know, all over the city areas and stuff. But I'm over here in like the more rural, small areas, and they're mostly native populated. And um, they don't really get seen as much as the, you know, the guys up in the city, which is good for them. I'm glad that they get exposure, but our our kids, you know, not so much. So what I, the mission with my media business wasn't really just to do pictures and videos just for the heck of it, but it was for uh, helping our indigenous youth. Hey, before we get deep into that, I, I did not know you were on Reservation Dogs. And that specific uh, episode, Bobby Wilson wrote, who's a former student of mine, and uh, he's uh, pretty crazy. So how was it uh, working with Bobby? And let me just tell you one thing with Bobby is we always have to have the beep button ready because he likes to swear on radio. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, um, it, was, um, it, was, it was real good to me. But, yeah, he was funny. I mean, yeah, whatever came to his mind. But um, I, um, I was like – really a, a background character uh, I, I applied for it and I got it I didn't think I would but I did and um, he I guess he really liked the way I looked with uh, my wardrobe looking like a regular race kid and he, <laughs> he kind of helped me uh, get a little bit more minutes I think and uh, he was really funny and he was a real sweet guy too so I really appreciate yeah. him and working with him I hope I get yeah. to you again in the future. Yeah, Brooke, you know, I don't know if you know the episode, but uh, Bobby was not only worked for Enda Young, but was also a member of Enda Young. So he had a great experience to to write that one because it was about uh, cheese getting stuck in uh, in the uh, group home. shelter. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To Adriel, I work at uh, Enda Young part time. That shelter that Bobby. Um, wrote that episode about so it's a really small world indian country is a really small world so that we all just have this connection right now so um yeah <laughs> well it's crazy brooke let's talk a little bit more about this uh, how important and i and i and i i know everyone knows this but it's good to talk about it. it's very important that our young ones have an outlet to do things like play basketball skateboard and things like that as a group and a community talk a little bit about that yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we want our children to be healthy. You kind of mentioned earlier um, in the first segment about, you know, our lifespan being shorter. And, you know, um, so we want to provide opportunities for our kids, especially um, to do things, our Indigenous kids. And I think a lot of the people coming to Indigenous Peoples Week can have that similar mission, right, of, um, you know, providing for our, our kids, getting them that exposure, Um and being healthy, ultimately, this is kind of a public health event, um, and it's for everybody. It's for all ages. Um, there's a family five on five so that the young ones can see our older ones doing basketball and being healthy. Um, so, yeah, there's um, that learned behavior, you know, and we just being in the gym um, as a community, as a family, um, it provides good, good energy to our children to be healthy for life. Well, I, I just want to, uh, before we get to your PR guy again, I just want to just give you an opportunity and a reminder to everyone that's listening, uh, because you've been on our show a couple times, your background as a college player. And that this always amazes me uh, in a really good way. Uh, could you please let uh, our well, you know, let them know about your high school career, even though it wasn't Harding. I heard it was Johnson or some school like that. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> deep in the trenches. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, deep in the east side, though. Right. Um, I graduated from Johnson High School and I actually went to college off a of Gates scholarship. So um, I ended up walking on to all my college basketball teams, which is phenomenal. Right. Like I'm five feet tall. Um, I was very, very. Very good work ethic, good students. So that got me in the door everywhere I went um, and my scholarship, my Gates scholarship. But I was recruited to McAllister College, which is NCAA Division Three, for mm -hmm. volleyball. And I went there for volleyball. My mom went there. Um, wow. And I walked onto that basketball team. Um, so I went there for two years. And then I eventually felt like, you know, I went to the same city. Um, I was in college in the same city I grew up in. So I didn't feel like I was getting that college experience, which mm -hmm. is why I transferred down to Tulane. Um, and on a whim, you know, I emailed the coaches down there and said, I played D3. 
I'm looking to work out. You guys need some practice players. And then mm -hmm. I ended up having um, like five sessions of tryouts with Tulane's women's basketball team. Um, and I made it and that's NCAA division one. So, yeah. um, and it's actually, it's actually one of the top women's programs, um, in the country, you know, Lisa Stockton's been there for 15 plus years, has over 500 wins. She's the most winningest coach in Louisiana, I believe. Um, wow. so, so wow. that was my, that was my story. Um, I always wanted to play college ball and, um, you know, I had a different journey getting there. So. That's totally amazing. Uh, I and first of all, I didn't know you won the gates, and for people that don't know that, that's a full ride because of your academics. And that's I got to give you a big applause on Brooke. Uh, that's that's amazing. You're an amazing young person, and now you even got more cool points. Me good, good. <laughs> well, let's get on uh, hand here. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk to your to your man here and talk about what what. Uh, what what we can do here and how we can support this and how, and let's talk a little bit uh about uh supporting your uh, basketball tournament and what you're doing here yeah um so i'll give i'll give the basic details i know um you guys are sh showing videos but we'll um we're on radio so it's indigenous <laughs> people's weekend october 7th and 8th and all uh, the 30 seconds behind that is it the weekend is leading into indigenous people's day which is october 9th this year um federally indigenous people's day is somewhat still recognized as christopher columbus day um in minnesota we've uh, historically recognized it since I was a child as Indigenous Peoples Day um, and as a reclamation of, you know, Native people still being here. Um, so our weekend is tagged on to that day to kind of um, take up more space and to honor, you know, to honor the fact that we're still here. We're still doing it. We, we are living in cities as well. Um, you know, um, the uh, expo happened last year at um, our basketball team's high school. So we're hosting it there again. That's at Harding High School in St. Paul, um, and that's a partnership with St. Paul Public Schools. Um, St. Paul Public Schools Indian Education um, secured the gym for us, and some of our players um, for Nijanis One of Ones um, played played at high school ball there. So, right on, and uh, we got to give a good a big shout out to John, Bo John Boblink, who's uh, head of uh, St. Paul Public Schools Indian Ed. Uh, I'm sure that helped you get that going. That's just uh, uh, what a great guy, and uh, what a great partnership. Yes, what a great guy. He's been around since I was in, in, in Indian education. I've been out of high school for, you know, 12 years now. So John was what? John was there when I was there. And I do believe we need um, people in education that are going to be for our kids, be there for our kids. So yeah. I really have a lot of respect for, for John. I call him my uncle, my city uncle. <laughs> right on. Well, you know, you mentioned, too, city Indians. Uh, um, we're at, and I was surprised to hear this, and I heard this this year, and I should have known this, but we're uh, off-reservation. 65% of Native Americans are off-reservation. That really that really surprised me, but we have such a great community here in uh, the Twin Cities in Minneapolis-St. Paul. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And, you know, Paul, going back to the Relocation Act, right? Um <laughs> We were brought here too, so um, right. and then a lot of us came for opportunity, right? Exactly, so. yeah. And you know, we we like to talk about the Ho Chunks been here for ten thousand years in the state, and uh, we always like to remind yeah. people that. And uh, you know, the University of Minnesota has us hooked on to their land acknowledgement too, which I I right. really appreciate. I appreciate that too. That's that's very true. You guys have been here and. Who cares about the the trees and the reservation borders? No, just kidding. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's all native land to me. No. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, we did sign the 1855 treaty before they sent us packing in 1863. But, yeah, some of us snuck back and then snuck back to the homeland of Wisconsin, too. So it's a it's a sordid, fun story to talk about. But we're here to talk about you and, uh, and the great work you're doing and – uh, you know what how did you come up with this idea um i actually didn't quite come up with this idea um our basketball team was in its second summer last year um and i said mentioned some of them go to harding dakota laflow is my little brother um yeah. the henry the henry siblings um sean smith um 
and they wanted to host something. They got a grant from the Science Museum, a micro grant, a mini grant to host something. So we spent some time um, as a planning committee, <laughs> my, yeah. me and my teenagers as a planning committee coming up with what we wanted to host. And it was um, this three on three. It would have turned into a lot of panel and, you know, a community feed last year. So, you know, I credit them. You know, they made the blueprint for this last year. And because it was so much last year, I decided to make it two days this year and make it a five on five for the older people um, to come. You know, if there's going to be people coming to travel in, um, make it a full basketball tournament. Um, so I salute the boys for, for, for blueprinting this this event. Let's talk a little bit more about that. Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake and we'll be right back after this short break. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. Back to school season is here. And while this is an exciting time for parents, kids, and educators, let's not forget how far we've come in our battle against COVID-19. We're in a better place, but COVID-19 is still here, and we need to continue to help protect our communities. With the flurry of new schedules and classrooms, let's not overlook the fundamentals of staying safe. Wash your hands regularly and watch for any symptoms like fever, chills, a cough, or shortness of breath. Should you or someone you know have COVID-19 symptoms, stay home and get tested. Find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. Let's have this back-to-school season be a time of renewed commitment to our collective health and brighter future for our Native communities. Again, find more tips on continuing to be safe at health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, this is Gina. Matthew, I will not read this next line. I'll be your snookum wookums. Fine. My husband is the sexiest radio host in Minnesota, Matt McNeil. Dang straight. When it came time to replace my vehicle, I wanted an option that was safe in the environment. I wanted a hybrid. My RAV4 hybrid is a greener vehicle without sacrificing style and comfort. I love my Toyota hybrid. Toyota hybrids are incredibly fuel efficient. Test drive one today at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hey, it's Tom. Fossil fuels continue to have negative impacts on our environment. Luckily, there are more ways now than ever to use renewable energy in your home or business. All Energy Solar offers smart energy solutions like custom solar paneling, electric vehicle chargers, and energy storage. Solar panel systems can last for decades, meaning you can help the environment and cut back on electric bills for years to come. There are incentives and rebates available to most people who install solar energy, too. Last year, the federal solar tax credit increased to a 30% tax credit. This incentive can be used in combination with other incentives from your utility, county, or city. But don't delay or miss out, as many of these incentives are limited to only a certain number of people. So have a professional from All Energy Solar help you discover how solar can power up your property while saving on your energy costs. Call 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Clear tonight with a low of 60, then more sunshine on Wednesday with a high of 83. Scotch Mama's Hot Barbecue offers the huge taste of selections like baby back ribs and pulled pork sandwiches out of a little place. Scotch Mama's is located just a block west of I-35W off of West Diamond Lake Road in South Minneapolis. Visit their website at scotchamamas.com.
Welcome back to Native Ritz Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Nacti's Four Sisters Farmer's Market every Thursday on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis from 11 to 3. Yes, it is, and I get to see Brooke there a lot uh, with her uh, beadwork and a lot of uh, swag from uh, your organization. Uh, welcome back, you guys. Oh, there you go, Brooke. You're good. Oh. You can talk I just said thank you. Yeah, it's I enjoy being at the Four Sisters. And this weekend, just a short plug, or this week on Thursday, there's going to be a pickle-off. So um, <laughs> if you're a jarer or whatever they're called, bring your best pickles. <laughs> a jarer or, or a pickle person, a pickle maker. Yeah. Peter Piker picked a peck of pickle pecker, pepper. Okay, I hope they, they bleep that one out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> So... So uh, have you uh, indulged in last year's uh, pickle uh, contest? I have not. I was. I don't know where I was last year at that time. <laughs> so. I just know I had FOMO and I was going, where is this? I think it was at Little, uh, Little Earth then and now we're having it at the uh, the market. So we'll be swinging by uh, and, and uh, testing some pickles. We didn't I like them know. spicy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> – Let's talk uh, a little bit about what's what's happening. Um, what's happening in Oklahoma? You know what's happening down there. Tell us uh, what's happening, young warrior. Let's see how I did that. It was kind of oh. like da- da- or kind of like Dallas Goldtooth there. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I mean, not really too much excitement here in Little Oklahoma, but. Uh, uh, high school sports is kicking off. Um, I've been trying to hit up uh, Riverside Indian School, which is in Anadarko, Oklahoma, the all-native boarding school. I think it's one of the longest uh, that's still going, I believe. But yeah, I just came back from there, actually. Um, they had a suicide prevention uh, program this morning. Mike... Uh, Funny Bone and them were performing. Lane Factor, who plays Cheese, was there also. And uh, some other cool guests. Um, yeah, it was pretty It was pretty keen this uh, this morning. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Uh, tell us about him. Cheese is uh, like an awesome character, very mellow <laughs> and chill. And uh, I've known students like him. Yeah. Um, he was really sweet to me when I was on the set uh, last year, last summer. He uh, was really a cool, a cool kid to me. Uh, I didn't know his age at the time. I think he was like 19. I'm 27 right now, so I say kid, <laughs> even though I don't look 27. But uh, he, uh, he was a real, real good co- uh, co-star, I guess you could say, because uh, he was real, uh, he would be like the only one really talking to me out of the, the bunch. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's hard because uh, the writers are on strike now and uh, and so are the actors. Yeah. So it's hard to we don't want to uh, bring guests on because we don't want them to walk the picket line, so to speak. And so that's that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. The strikes. Yeah. Um, the terrible thing. Just pay your writers and your actors and we can get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Right. And share your wealth. I mean, the the unbelievable amount of money that uh, that the, the CEOs of these corporations make. And that and uh, we were promised in the 80s with uh, Reagan uh, that it'd be trickling down to us. And it doesn't seem to be uh, trickling down, but that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> So Brooke, uh, what what do you got this young warrior doing for you now? He's going to be blasting us out here on TikTok, so I can get some people following us, or what? What's happening? Um, well, I'm good at basketball organizing, so I just <laughs> I hired Adriel as AC Media, his business, to you know give him free range to trust his expertise and what he does. Um, Adriel also covered. Um, Nabby a little bit this year, and I think he, you're the main hire for next year, right? Nabby is the Native American Basketball Invitational, the biggest Native high school basketball tournament in the country. So um, I've been seeing some of Adriel's work all summer. Um, 
and just, you know, hired him um, to to come be his best self and have a good time as well and um, produce photos or videos or whatever. Um, there's two other media people who want to come. Um, so you guys are cool to collaborate or do whatever you want for this event um, to showcase our showcase our kids and um, showcase what we're doing as a public, you know, a public health event, showcase, you know, that a lot of tribes are coming together um, to do this. You know, it's Indigenous People's Day. It's not about one tribe or right. one people. So, you know, to share out the good, the good work, I guess. So That's awesome. It so, can speak more too. Yeah. And tell us how we can get a hold of you and see your work and uh, get people out there uh, uh, hiring you. So let, let our people out there know how to get a hold of you and see uh, what's happening. Yeah, I have a Facebook, uh, Adriel Clements Media. And then I have an Instagram, which is AC Media underscore. And I do have a TikTok, but I'm not really on there that much. So. <laughs> <laughs> So what kind of things, yeah. uh, is it, is it, uh, sports that you work with specifically or do you do any other, um, promotions? Yeah, I mostly do sports, uh, basketball mostly, but, um, I started to dip my toes into football and, uh, other sports. And, um, I actually work with the Cheyenne Arapaho tribes here in Oklahoma, which is in Concho, Oklahoma. Um, I've been working for them for almost two years. I'm their photographer for their education program. And um, I usually do uh, youth events and um, anything to do with the, the youth, the camps or anything like that. And um, I've been with them for a little bit. Yeah. So do you do the websites? Do you do the group pictures? Do you do the in-action pictures? Do you do the video highlights or all the above? Uh, I uh, the the video highlights and the action shots are usually my uh, like where I, what I do. I mean, I tried the group pictures and the all the that stuff, but I like being in the action. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. No, it does make sense, especially if you can hold that button down there and get a hundred shots out of there at, at one time. That's uh, it's magical, and then it's an art to pick the right ones that say a lot of words because a picture does tell. A, a thousand words and uh, i used to teach a uh, film and video in high school so are you editing on adobe uh, i actually use davinci resolve uh, oh it's a yeah it's a free program um, yeah. when i was first starting you know i didn't have nothing so i tried to find mm. anything that was you know decently priced or free and i've been using that ever since i really started and it's been working really good for me yeah, definitely. Whatever you learn, you know, learned on, um, that's, that's the way to go because, you know, I used to tell the, tell the kids like it's crap in crap out. If you're not shooting a good video, you're not going to have a good video. So you got to make sure you got the footage first and, and we're just talking straight cuts and dissolves and titles anyways, and maybe throwing some music. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, I actually went to school for it. Uh, there's a, technology school here in Oklahoma called Moore Norman and I owe everything to those guys. They, uh, it was a film production school, uh, film production class. I mean, mm -hmm. um, and that's where I learned all my editing and stuff. And then gradually I started getting into photography and I self taught myself the photography part. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of trial and error. <laughs> well, and it's interesting too, is that I don't think you can teach the eye. You either have the eye or you don't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You you either yeah. see things in in your little square or rectangle viewfinder that most people don't, and and it becomes magical. So it, that's a gift. The creator gave you mm -hmm. a gift. Yeah, uh, I was actually talking to uh, my grandmother recently about that the the gift part. Like I know, um, um, I wasn't really, I guess, athletic growing up, or I didn't really have um much knowledge in what our people do either like it wasn't really like i didn't think i didn't know what i was wanting to do when i was growing up or helping our people uh my coward tribe and stuff mm -hmm. I, I had no idea so when i started doing this i started seeing that hey it actually is making a difference in my community that I, when i capture uh ceremonies or a little bit of a uh, sports with native kids and stuff like uh, this really brings good positivity to our little communities here. And I told my grandma that I was like, in a way, uh, you know, I, I am making a difference, you know, 
helping our native youth down there. And hopefully no, all over the state too. So. No, it's more than that. Uh, that's a good, humble way to come at it. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there, and I think it takes tenacity, too, to do what you do. I mean, you know, um, having uh, a gift, if you're not using it, it's not a good thing, and you're using it. So that's a good that's a good thing. And um, uh, being your uh, choka, your grandpa here, I'm saying, oh, wow, that's good. Keep it up. So, hey, we still got another segment here. This is Native Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and we'll be right back after this short break. ho You work hard for every cent you make. You have bills and you have goals. Choose a bank that's going to support you along the way. That's fair financial banking. No overdraft fees, no minimum balance. No credit score required. Call 651-262-2173 to talk to a fair financial enroller to open your account today. Keep more of your money. That's fair. Fairfinancial.org. Fair is a program of Prepare Plus Prosper, a nonprofit organization and is not a bank. Banking services are provided by Sunrise Banks N.A., member FDIC. Minnesotans age 65 plus might qualify for Health Partners Minnesota Senior Health Options. The plan includes personal support, coverage for medical prescription drugs and dental, plus over 30 extra benefits. Eligibility information is available at healthpartners.com slash one plan. Health Partners is a health plan that contracts with both Medicare and the Minnesota Medical Assistance Medicaid program to provide benefits of both programs to enrollees. Enrollment in Health Partners depends on contract renewal. Hey, it's Tom. Since 2009, All Energy Solar has been providing solar energy solutions to customers. With fully licensed electricians and installers, you can be sure that your solar installation will go smoothly. The team at All Energy Solar understands that every customer is unique. They'll take the time to survey and understand your property to find a solar solution that works for you. One of the biggest advantages of going solar is the opportunity to take advantage of the many solar incentives available. But it can often be confusing to know what you're qualified for. All Energy Solar Professionals will help you find out what savings you can apply for and even help with your applications. This is especially important since many rebate programs have limited capacity and are first come, first serve. So it's important to have a professional on your side who will make sure you get every eligible rebate. Get a free no-obligation assessment from All Energy Solar's commercial solar specialists by calling 800-620-3370 or visit allenergysolar.com. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Oh! There was your chance. Oh, oh. oh sorry. <laughs> I didn't know we were joining you. <laughs> do it again, Haley. We got to do it again. Uh, Take two. It's live. Uh, protecting wolves for future generations. <laughs> How? How? Timberwolves. There we go. Timberwolves. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, uh, Haley, uh, I want to know if my producer has any questions here because you've been uh, silently listening to this in a in a good way. What do you have to say, Haley? Um, you know, yeah, just I have to relate to uh, Adriel a lot. Um, getting my start uh, into media, I worked a lot with photography, took a lot of photography classes. And even back in like seventh grade, I remember. And um, yeah, I worked a lot with the gopher sports. I, I worked uh, for shooting basketball, shooting camera for basketball and hockey. So uh, yeah, just really, really great stuff that you're doing. And I just have to say, I was taking a look at your pictures on your website, uh, adrielclements.com. And amazing, amazing photography work. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. that That's another plug. I forgot my website. <laughs> Adrianclemens.com, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I self-taught myself the photography part. And, yeah, it was just lots of trial and error, as you know. And um, I look back on the stuff I did before, and I'm just like, oh, man, I thought that was I thought that was nice back then. But I'm like, no, it's not even close to uh, good quality at all. <laughs> but, uh yeah, um, I'm just grateful I found a passion in, in life because when I was growing up, it was hard uh, growing up uh, 
um, I still deal with the uh, mental health problems, uh, depression and anxiety. And um, I didn't know what I wanted to do uh, growing up. I didn't know what I wanted to be. And then I didn't, this is the last thing I thought would be my passion or love. And mm. I started it and it really saved me in a way uh, because there's many times where I wanted to give up, but didn't. And um, there's still times where I struggle and have mm. hard times, but it really, mm. it really is good medicine when all these kids love the work or even all the families and all that mm. stuff it really helps me keep going. And uh, I really just hope that, you know, all the indigenous youth or even they even have to be indigenous youth, all the youth who don't think they know what they're doing with their lives or can't find their passion, it'll come, mm -hmm. it'll come eventually. And uh, don't rush it. Just, you know, live and, you know, um, once you find it, you'll know you find it and uh, never give up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like uh, I was, uh, or still am, a, a late bloomer, and I think that's a really good point, is find your passion. It may take you a few years, uh, uh, but don't give up, and, and really, that's some great advice. Uh, Brooke, you've had passion for a long time here, and uh, so you are on the other spectrum where I was a, a late bloomer, and you really had a young tenacity, and wow, I'm still blown away by you being a Gates uh, a winner and also you're, you're, uh, haven't stopped working and, um, there's, because there's work to do, right? Oh yeah. There's, there's lots of work to do. Um, you know, I would, uh, attribute to some strict parents, bring back strict parents. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. Anyways. Um, you know, my parents had a lot of expectations of me and, they worked really hard too, you know. Um, I was probably um, glued to my brother before my parents because my brother was the one always with me, and um, mm -hmm. he taught me the basketball. And you know, when you have a big brother, you're kind of—I was a little sister, but I was a little brother, you know, to him. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> everywhere he went, I went, and that's kind of where my sports really took off. And my um, always had that support system too, right? So I had a real strong support system with a big brother and two parents and that uh, made a big difference in, in my life and being away, um, mm -hmm. you know, having that, having that family um, really made me go far. So. Yeah. And, and your little bro is coming along with you too. And that's, that's really exciting to see because I, I met him at, well, I've, I've seen him around, but he was a freshman in my homeroom but that was when we were online, so we really did not hook up. But uh, he, I've seen his growth uh, just by following you around and doing his own thing. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, I take him around with me, too. Um, he's, like I said, my... Uh, my staff of teenagers, you know, um, and he started, he started high school during the pandemic. That was a tough time for him. I think just a tough time for high school kids, you know, to be social, but to live in this pandemic era or live, live in that era, starting high school in that way. Um, and he's a big, he's a big reason behind all the things I do today too, why we have Nanny Janus. And he's the reason why my mom started a Montessori, you know, um, having a new generation in our family, um, opened our eyes to a lot of new things. So we're very, very grateful for that little guy too. And 17, man, we got one more year with him too. He's going to be a right. senior. So that, He's only 17. I thought he was growing a stash there. A, a nicer he one. Is. Than he looks older. He looks a lot yeah. older than he is. And um, it's funny. I'll give a little, um, his little shout out. Um, I was meeting with the Indianette staff in North St. Paul because he transferred over to Tartan and they said, man, when he comes on field trips, he keeps our numbers up because all the girls come. They're like, is Dakota coming? Is Dakota going? I'll come if Dakota's going. <laughs> so, he keeps the field trip numbers up. So I'm proud for him. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. Right yeah. on. So, uh, well, it, it's funny that you say that about your mom and your dad. Um, they seem like two of the funniest, chill people I've met in, in the community. They always have good, I always get good vibes from them. And uh, so that's, a, that's good that they're, they're well-rounded. So that gives, uh, makes the kids well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. They were a, di a little different parents. You know, there's a 13 year gap between me and my little brother. So they were different parents when I was little. Um, uh, but they've they've grown a long ways, too. And, you know, it's all about the growth of our people and our families. And so um, I always give people their grace, their their grace as well, too, and their time to grow. 
So yeah, that's a good call. Hey, uh, I want to I want to get uh, this young warrior on again, and I, I want to uh, to give your website and stuff because we're round, running down here on the on the on the show here, and I want you to be able to uh, people to, that are listening, especially on the radio and in their car, that they can write this down and remember this. Give a Give the name of your website and your Facebook so people can come out and uh, check out your work and and uh, reach out and hire you and, and all those good things that happen. Yeah, uh, my website's adriaclementsmedia.com. My portfolio is on there, and also you can contact me on that website. where you can, There's a book now option where you can email me personally. And then my Facebook, uh, adriaclementsmedia, and then my Instagram, acmedia underscore. And uh, before uh, we say goodbye, uh, I want to say thank you to all of y'all. This is pretty cool. I never <laughs> had this ever. <laughs> but uh, also, too, I want to shout out my, my family. You know, yeah. they're my support system. And they uh, really helped me get through a lot of tough times. And my friends, if they're listening, hope I shout, out, I shout them out, too. And then also to my girlfriend, uh, Jessica. It's going to be our one-year anniversary this Sunday. So just wanted to say uh, that that's right on you got to give a shout out to the girlfriend for sure <laughs> absolutely yeah. that's a good one young warrior hey brooke uh let's end up the show here and then give everyone the deets again the details on what's happening on uh what i like to talk like to say it's every day's indigenous day for me but the government uh got it going on here so talk talk about that again please before we let you go yeah, I'm right there with you too, Mr. Pilot. Every day is Indigenous Day to me. Um, but our event, Indigenous Peoples Weekend Basketball Expo, will be hosted at Harding High School in St. Paul, Minnesota on October 7th and 8th. Um, there's quite a few activities going on. There's a skills camp, a high school three-on-three, a family five-on-five, um, and then we're doing an awareness game as well. Um, shout out to Adriel's dad. Derek is coming to coach that game, um, and he's a profound yeah. um, basketball coach as well. Um, so, yeah, we'd love to see you guys October 7th and 8th for Indigenous Peoples Weekend Basketball Expo. It's open, and it's free for all. Right on. Hey, thank you guys for coming on. Really um, this is what this show is all about, is to promote uh, young natives like you, uh, you two, uh, doing your thing and watching you grow, and then we feel like a part of it, too. So the, good medicine, as always, Brooke. Nice to meet you, young man. And uh, Haley, thank you for everything. And uh, rest in peace, uh, uh, Henry Boucher. We'll be back tomorrow. Free Leonard Peltier.